Hello, you are tuning into Uneducated Guests with Josiah. I'm your host, Josiah. I'm a senior in high school that has to do a project, but didn't feel like looking anything up, so here I am. Today's topic is... Oh, crap, I forgot. Today's topic is is American problems. So, I feel like American problems is just a wide en- or not yeah, wide enough genre of problem that I can go uh, into it necessarily. I mean, I can do or go into like a single problem very detailed, but I feel like I can cover a mass spectrum of different things that uh, Americans face. Uh, one of our old well, one of our problems that used to be big, I I mean, it might still be big, uh, but let's be honest, I don't really think it is, was the Wally type situation, obesity. Uh, obesity used to be a big issue uh, when Obama and Michelle were in uh, in office, and Michelle's like, I don't want fat kids anymore, so I'm going to make their lunches like 500 calories and starve all the skinny kids like me. Yeah, it's awful, like... Our lunches have just gone to garbage. They're terrible. Uh, I'm I've got some uh, younger cousins in the elementary school, and they say uh, their food's moldy half the time. Uh, but they go to a local magnet school, and their food is moldy ninety percent of the time. And it's uh, their hot dogs are green, and a lot of their food is just un- inedible. And it's, I think that's a problem, not necessarily with uh, healthy eating. I, I get healthy eatings, right? But I feel like we shouldn't limit uh, what we're serving our children, seeing as how they're growing. You're, okay, so I get there is a small percentage of fat people in schools, and childhood obesity is a problem. But we shouldn't try to make everyone suffer for that one minority of people because I feel like yeah you don't want to single out anybody who cares like my cousins are extremely overweight and they are not overweight Jesus my cousins are extremely underweight and they eat like well one of them eat like horses one of them eats like a bird and I I think uh, public school system isn't helping that like a lot of small people a lot of scrawny kids aren't getting the nutrition's like the nutrition they need in like a school meal because let's face it it's gener- generally phony meats and it's disgusting it's plain and simply disgusting and i feel like that's a problem that we should honestly repeal in the american system we should get rid of the healthy uh food program and i also feel like the no child left behind thing isn't really good anymore like I feel like the standardized testing and all that fun stuff is just utter garbage that's that's the problem getting into now just our education systems in general but American education is literally garbage I've learned more on the internet and uh, have taught myself a lot more uh, I've taught myself more skills than I've ever learned in school most of the stuff we learn in school we're not gonna remember like I'm a senior now I can't remember algebra like 
the standardized way they taught it and everything, I can't remember 90% of the things I learned in school. It's also one of the reasons I don't know a single foreign language. I mean, yeah, I've learned bits and pieces, but I took Spanish from first to seventh grade, and I can speak in sentence fragments. And I get I've not always been the brightest student, but I feel as if our education system hadn't failed a lot of the students that it has. There would be a lot brighter, a lot more smarter young people out there who would help and promote a better economy and a better future whenever they're grown. But instead, the way public school systems groom and sheep our children, we've got a lot of kids that the public school system has just simply failed. As, uh, like, uh, I know a lot of people in my uh, class, well, they were in my class till the public school system failed and they dropped out. I know a lot of kids that um, they don't care about school, and that's a problem also because their parents haven't raised them right, and they'd rather uh, shoot at cops or do drugs. And it's just a problem that we see in everyday life where the school system and parenting isn't helping people enough and parents don't know how to raise their children anymore and they'll just let them roam wild doing whatever they want and I feel like we should also beat our children because hell if they're they're gonna listen one way or the other and if they're going to be disobedient and end up being criminals what's wrong with beating your kids like if they do something wrong like I understand like physical abuse I'm talking about like a spanking or something not like you know beating the hell out of your children smashing their head into a wall yeah that's not fun um, but, yeah, like, kids aren't disciplined, and the American society, the one we've grown up in, hasn't taught us how to live uh, by ourselves or live properly, make a decent living without college, even with college. Most people don't know what they're doing in life. I joined the military to feel that kind of security because I don't know any other way to, I'm going to be able to pay for college. My parents won't be able to pay for my college because why would I want them to pay for my college when my mom's still paying off hers? Uh, she's got, not a doctorate, uh, she's got a master's, I believe, in chemistry and sciences because she, uh, she works stadium. She's a, I forgot what kind of chemist, but she works with fuels and different things like that. But uh, she's she's done, has she has a good job. She likes her job. She went to school. She uh, she makes about as much money as my stepdad now, though. And he uh, he sells phones of Verizon. Well, he used to actually make more than her when he sold phones of Verizon. Now he's a general manager. But yeah, he's a general manager at Verizon. And he makes almost as much as my mom, who's been a chemist for several years. Um, she, uh, I think she, I believe she finished college right around when I was four or five. I feel like I turned out all right because I had a loving and understanding mom who knew how to raise me. Like, I get I'm not the smartest at times, but I feel like I've been raised pretty well other, like, over what I see in my peer groups and uh, younger generations that I'm starting to see spawn up in elementary and all that stuff. I feel as if our American way of life is just preeming and priming children to fail, and that's a major problem. But I feel as if another problem is not necessarily, well, it has to do with the education system, 
but it also has to do with the people that are from the education system and out of it. It's just pure ignorance. I feel like ignorance is one of the biggest problems in America, and it plagues everyone. Like, no one's safe from ignorance. Everyone is ignorance of something, and that is a problem that we have. Because everyone thinks they know everything since they have the internet, and the internet never lies, right? Like, you're listening to a podcast about some guy rants on the internet right now, probably. And I have no idea what I'm talking about, but that's besides the point. Ignorance plagues everyone. You'll see it on the right, you'll see it on the left, in all politics. Everyone is ignorant to something, and that is a problem. You can be ignorant to problems, you can be ignorant to solutions, you can be ignorant to starvation, hunger, homelessness, you can be ignorant to education, you can be ignorant to how to raise, on how to raise your children, you can be ignorant on how to just live properly. You, and I'm saying the word ignorant because everyone's delightfully ignorant. You have the capacity to learn. You are not an idiot. You're not, you are not uh, stupid. You are not uh, incapable of becoming better and bettering yourself. You are just ignorant, as in you do not understand or you do not know what you can learn yet. I do have a problem with that. Like, I've had uh, teachers tell me I would never amount to anything. In elementary, mind you, uh, seventh grade, that's why I ended up switching schools, because I had one math teacher who um, basically told me I was worthless and would never amount to anything. But that's besides the point. If you tell a child he is an idiot, or if you tell a person they are ignorant, or not ignorant, if you tell a person they are stupid and they will never amount to anything, you are just proving, even as a teacher, especially as a teacher, if you do this as a teacher, you are proving the point that you are not fit to teach young minds. You are, you are just absolutely despicable because you should be able to teach those young minds and shape them for the future and help them out along the way, no matter what it takes. Our youngest generations and our children are our future, and it's sick to see how some people will throw, like, quote-unquote, inner-city people under the bus because they weren't raised properly or they can't, or just people that are racist and just stupid. They're not even ignorant anymore. They're just blatantly racist and refuse to learn, so therefore they become stupid. They're like, oh, he's a young black man. He'll never amount to anything besides gangbanging or rapping. And that's really just how our society essentially works anymore. It's just on blatant racism, and it's awful. Um, but the ignorance, uh, people are just ignorant nowadays. They're not necessarily stupid, but then some of the older generations that have put down and uh said our generations are never going to amount to anything they are the stupid ones and they are helping keep the ignorance for our younger generations alive like i saw an article it said millennials are taking classes to help quote-unquote adult yes and that really bothered me because i the person the article is written by a uh, lady in her uh, mid-40s who I don't blame her herself but I blame I blame that people would 
try to masquerade this as, oh, millennials don't know how to do anything. Well, of course they don't know how to do anything. They're ignorant because their older generations never taught them how to live by themselves or how to do simple tasks that should be taught at birth. Like, I, um, I know how to sew. I know how to do all these fun tasks to learn by myself because I was taught by my grandmother and my mother. But you see, a lot of people, they weren't taught how to live on their own and do simple tasks like that. And people call it call them stupid or it's stupidity. No, it is ignorance. It's painful to watch people grow up uh, ignorance and their parents won't teach them any better and they don't know any better. And it's just hard to see. But American... America needs to change with everything it's doing besides mass pollution. And I do have a problem with that. Uh, pollution, I do know quite a bit about that. But um, that's so... America is like, oh, everyone's polluting. It's so bad. Well, yeah, pollution is bad. But it's not a concerning issue in the fact that... Um, we, for the small time we have been on the planet, we have only put, let's say, let's say uh, the Yellowstone volcano, the last eruption of it, about I want to say, a little over half a half a billion years ago. Or no, half a million years ago. Sorry, not billion. Geez, that's bad math for me. But yeah, half a billion years ago, about six hundred forty-five million or six hundred forty-five thousand or so years ago. It erupted and it put, I want to say it was 13 trillion times the amount of pollution, pollutants in the air that the um, human race has done in their entire existence. That's my that's one of my problems with the American race and society as a, uh, as a whole. We take a lot more credit for things uh, than we should, like pollution, uh, technological advancements. We like. People are just prideful and don't um, don't understand when to quit taking credit. That's all the human race has ever been good at is taking credit from others or taking credit from the mother nature or the environment. And it's, it's just sickening how the human ego is so fragile that we would even take credit for destroying the world we live on rather than understand that mass extinctions and that kind of thing is a natural part of life that's another american problem is we have the the brains that we have we understand like there is a problem that destroys human like the society of everyone is on a whole but since it's on a whole and not self it we can only solve problems if they're contained small like only uh, happening to small groups of people or ourselves. We can't act as a society on the whole. Human, hu- the human brain has evolved for self, um, self-importance and uh, self-protection, self-preservation, there we go, that's the word I was looking for. We have self-preserved so much that we take credit where credit's not due and we don't understand how to um, how to raise anyone because we only do what's best for ourselves instead of what's best for our future 
and what's best for our younger generations. And the way we go about these American problems is we try to fix them, but we end up making them worse and worse, like the Industrial Revolution. That was supposed to, that was the saving grace, the Industrial Revolution. We uh, created so much technology, so many advancements, but we all simultaneously destroyed our, our uh, planet. Uh, we are harming the ecosystem by throwing trash, and I get we do do a lot to the environment that is damaging, like if we necessarily didn't cut down trees or anything, our environment probably could handle all the smog and all the pollutants in the air because the trees would just take them right out. But you see, we uh, do all this damaging effects over and over in different areas. We are destroying the essentials of life as it is. And the American problems just, we need to train our we need to train our younger societies, not our societies, we need to train our younger, young minds and young generations, uh, we need to give them the capable skills to fight off the problems and the destruction that the previous generations and current generations are doing. Everyone's destroying and destroying, but we need to start building, uh, building better people, building better uh, better uh, we need to fix our environment we need to stop all the destruction and start spreading spreading more or less good vibes positivity we need to start cleaning our our act up we need to stop destroying everything and start rebuilding uh, what our planet should be and we need to coexist with society and I haven't even touched on the uh, problem of our politics uh, just a second, I'm going to stop my timer and just go on. But, okay, so, we, uh, we, have, uh, we have a crumbling politi political system. We have uh, two, two sides of a coin basically raising arms at each other and fighting. We've got the far right, the far left, but most people fall in the quote-unquote middle. But the entire spectrum is flipped upside down and smashed and lit on fire. The American people, the political systems, are nothing. The only true people that have ever been in power is the rich and the powerful families. We saw this with the USSR um, and communism. Communism would have worked theoretically, but it didn't work because the only true people that were in charge was not the government, but it was the rich. They were getting richer and they did not truly help their people. Like, it should have been ours, and everything should have been shared equally, but the rich will always tax the system and find advantages, especially in the American society. You, The people don't make the rules. The rich people bribe the lawmakers and get what they want passed and are able to do so much destruction. And everyone's got a problem with uh, Donald Trump. But yes, he's had a government shutdown, but that's not even necessarily the problem. The problem is you guys are avoiding all the problems by focusing on the present. Yeah, residents, yes, it happens, but we, the president isn't the problem. You could give two shits less about the president. Nothing happens in the government. Like, the president can, you can literally, ve like, 
how you don't need the president to pass laws and things like that. The problem is the people are turning a blind eye to all the things that's going on behind their backs, like the backdoor deals and the government just doing whatever they want. The president doesn't even need to be there for uh, law bills to get passed. Bills can still pass, and they can just reintroduce them. They don't even need the president's signature for certain things. And people don't realize that the rich people, the strong people in the government systems are always going to be in charge because that's how it's been for a long time. The older people, like, think about it. How many times have the same people been in our Congress, in our Senate, in our, um, in our House of Representatives? The older generations have been taking over and destroying us slowly or, or slower and slower. And no one seems to mind that the majority of people are the uh, quote-unquote white males that the feminists uh, shout at and holler. But they are not willing to get political and change like Antifa and people like that. They are quote-unquote radicalized groups. They're just being complete asses. If, like, uh, say what Hitler did, like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm just pointing out his political strategy. If you want change, you have to make that change. Yes, there's two political parties that are the main parties. That does not stop people from rising and trying to introduce a new party. Uh, if you get the public support and public backing, the government cannot stop you. You can rise to the occasion and bring your own political party to, um, let's say, the acquisition to power, and you can make the changes that the people need. It's hard to see, but everyone's like, uh, whenever you're a kid, you want to be uh, like something goofy, probably like a firefighter, nurse, superhero, president. It's unrealistic. What you should be, what you should teach your kids is you shouldn't care what you want to be. You should just want to be the change, the betterment in society. Firefighters and nurses, these are all important, but the real importance is the change you want to make in your society, the betterment of the people you want to be. You have to want to fight for what's right. <laughs> but yes, you have to... You have to go on and on. You can't give up when your cars are down. You have to you have to fight and uh, stand for what you believe in. You cannot just give up and just say, "Oh, that sucks." You can't the American system. You can't violently protest and expect change. You can expect martial law, which that's a change, but not a, a fun one. But you should. You should, if people want the change they so crying out for, they shouldn't rally and riot and all this. They should start a political movement and start a party, and you can get your people elected into the Congresses, the Senate, the House of Representatives. You can get your people elected into the presidency. You just have to be the change that the world needs. And this is, it's hard to see the American people are just slowly taking it and letting them get destroyed over and over. And it's painful 
on how our society has become so blinded and so trusting. Everyone's, oh, yes, we don't like the government. We want to fight back. But they're all sheep. They don't realize that they can be changed. They try to be the change that they want to be, but they realize nothing they do matters. And that's the true, that's the true strength of it. That's the nothing they do will ever matter unless they do it and play by the rules and build their government alliances and join they need the people's support they need all of the people's not just a small 10% because that's not how you get political change hitler had all of germany uh, transcended in uh, basically naive he had an entire country controlled because he wanted change and he knew exactly how to do it if you want change you have to know how to do it you have to get people's support you have to rally you have to be peaceful you can't just go about burning government buildings down and rioting in the streets and looting buildings yes that sounds fun but it's not how you get a political movement started you need to have people support you and you need to have people join in your cause and you need to have a cause worth fighting for and dying for that is the only way we will ever have change is if you fight and it's just hard seeing the American society and the American government crumble under people that don't understand how to get the change they so willingly and so eagerly want because they don't understand how to stand up for what they believe in besides signing worthless petitions and not understanding that you need a majority of the people's support and you need a cause worth fighting for. I will be back with the facts uh, momentarily because um, uh, this is all I have for this time. Uh, elevator music, uh, start. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm back after your scheduled commercial break. So, uh, almost, so I did some research obviously on the topic of American problems and I started with obesity, I believe, and uh, the problems that have arisen increasingly from it. But almost 40% of adults and 19% of youth are considered obese, and that's obviously, uh, they all have. Uh, health problems and consequences uh, because of that and uh, there's also I will give you the link or not the give you the links I'll tell you what sites I got these uh, articles from well the sites I'm uh, the information I use from these articles yeah you know what I mean you know what I'm trying to say but this one article said addressing obesity can be tricky as we blame and shame ourselves and others now I don't necessarily say bullying and that kind of stuff is right because it's obviously not I mean it'll toughen up a kid but I feel as if you can like so they're trying to say every you're, per, you're healthy at every size which just isn't right there's been a lot of uh, feminist movements from the uh, 
third wave feminism, which I don't necessarily agree with. I mean, I agree with the ideal uh, ideology of the original feminism and like even second wave feminism, but the third wave feminism is just about uh, taking con- taking over, uh, just taking over basically. That's why like Antifa and them are just all a joke. Far left, far right, everyone's just a joke anymore. But I feel as if you can sh- like make someone feel bad enough to want change, then it's not necessarily a, an evil thing to do. But the estimated annual medical cost of obesity in the United States was 147 billion US dollars. That's a ridiculous amount that the US government is taking from its people for medical care. Which I mean, they did bring it upon themselves, but even if they didn't because some people can't help being o- o- obese, I've known, uh, actually, yes, uh, I learned about this uh, this weekend. Uh, an old friend of mine, she was been obese his entire life, and uh, they found him, uh, his parents found him after buying him groceries because he couldn't leave his house anymore. Uh, he, was, he had died of natural causes. So obesity, it brings a certain health problems, the will eventually cause you cause the person that suffers from them death and people have tried to say oh you're healthy at every size but you are not healthy at every size like i don't like i mean i can talk about this because i'm extremely small and i'm still not very healthy i'm uh well i'm right on the edge of being underweight for my height i am 54 and 112 pounds which i've been trying to gain weight which is very hard for me. And I get it's also the same way with people that are extremely overweight. It's hard for them to lose the weight, which everyone's got that problem. Everyone differs. Like my problem is gaining weight. Other people's problems are losing weight. It's just a vicious cycle that uh, people's bodies differ like that. But the medical cost for people who have obesity was $1,429 US dollars higher than those of normal weight. Which, that might not seem significant, but think about it. Fifth, almost $1,500, that's, that's, that's pretty, it's, some, it's like two months rent right there, I think. I'm, are we went over buying a house, not apartments, so don't quote me on that. But I also went over uh, our education system and how uh, Michelle Obama uh, basically enforced these uh, food rules but uh, one thing with the like no child left behind, so it's standardized all testing and that kind of fun stuff. But test performance is now tied to both school funding and the evaluation of teachers and administrators. And I think that's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, yes, the teachers and administrators should be um, evaluated, obviously, but a standardized test most students in public schools take that as a joke, at least where I'm from. People don't care because you literally get around a 400 no matter what you put in. You can guess every single thing C, and you can get like around a 400 for uh, the, I don't know, not ISATs. There are uh, certain testings there for two for reading and one for math, I believe. Or is it two for math? Well, you do, it's for math and reading basically. And you, uh, it's a standardized test, and it sucks. It's I've been doing them since uh, elementary and grade school, and I do not approve of them. 
I just think uh, there's this quote from Albert Einstein. If you uh, if if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its entire life thinking it is stupid. And that is an amazing quote uh, by Albert Einstein. I can't remember if I said that just a second ago. But that's how our education system is. You will judge a fish by climbing a tree. And it's a very great analogy for what our education system has, be- been, has become. It's just prepping and training children like dogs to obey orders and to be a hive mind of sorts. And this is a this is a par- I'm gonna paraphrase another quote from an article, and I'll give you the I'll tell you the sites at in the end. The most important goal of an education is the set of skills and the capabilities of thinking and problem solving that a student requires. The greatest advances in science and society have come about because of the unique backgrounds and approaches the greatest minds in history possessed and utilized. If our goal is societal stagnation, then that's the path we are on. We need to encourage creativity and excellence, not only in our students, but in our educators as well. And I feel as if that is an amazing quote, or not quote, it's a, it's just an article written about it, but it's very, it's true. You need to, uh, if you if you encourage creativity and excellence, and then everyone will be unique and have their different ways of solving problems and be able to do and better and help more people, which is very good. And there is a, the school foods that I was talking about, there is this uh, movement, uh, I, uh, it, was, uh, it was published in 2013, this article was, it was the npr.org, National Public Radio.org. Uh, called this uh, the salt and it was published in 13 this is what America's school lunches really look like and I went through it it's got a lot of photos of students uh, school lunches that are either very disgusting and horrible looking or maybe they're healthy and actually good but the horrible foods I have seen and it's a train wreck how public schools get their uh, unproportionate funding throughout every state and they decide that, oh, these schools, they're from the inner city or something like that. Their test scores aren't that good. We're going to give them outdated textbooks, worse food, less funding. And so the teachers can't teach their children the importance with outdated information and textbooks and I think that's ridiculous I also uh, went over in my uh, earlier section of this about uh, how do you make change the number one thing is to make your voice heard and with the internet you can have well a podcast like this one you can have a blog you can have a political page you can start a group a movement and you can have people that support you and that you can have uh, help your cause which is always great the internet helps like-minded people uh, get in contact whether that be for the uh, worst or for the best it will help you in the end um, better your political movement better your uh, just 
any movement at all you want to help gain traction and help better people's lives, the internet will help you. It could also hinder you though, but you have to know how to use the internet uh, for your advantage. So uh, one of these sites I used was cdc.gov, obesitydata, adult.html, which that's just something else. Uh, Forbes.com, I used an article off there, starts with a bang, it was published in 2017, How America is Breaking Public Education. And I also used ChicagoHealthOnline.com, America's Obesity Problem. Uh, that was an, I only used uh, those three sites roughly for this information and from just uh, other teachers and uh, sources from uh, students in the education system and administrators obviously from different schools I've talked to uh, in the past and current but this is all for this episode so I will see you guys next time on episode 5